Hi everyone, this is Matt of the Everything Doesn't Suck podcast. Uh, I know we have many, many listeners and that this preamble is probably not required, uh, but I thought I would do this anyway. Um, what will follow is a very raw recording of a, uh, episode two of Everything Doesn't Suck, which is about Moon Knight. That was done in mid-May of this year. Uh, this version hasn't been published because uh, I've had a number of things uh, that came up uh, in my life uh, that I had to deal with, uh, and uh, it kind of diverted um, my efforts to get this out, and it's been bothering me that this hasn't been done. So uh, the version you will see literally is unedited in any way. The version you will hear is literally unedited in any way, uh, but we did make this recording uh, shortly after the end uh, last episode of Moon Knight, uh, and uh, there have been a couple of people who have asked if there's ever going to be a second episode or any other episodes, and I don't feel like we can actually put out a third until I actually put out the second. So, without any further ado, here is episode two of Everything Doesn't Suck about Moon Knight, recorded in mid-May of 2022. I hope you enjoy and we fully expect to have further episodes on a much more regular basis to follow. Thanks, and here we go. Hope you enjoy. Today is Saturday, May something. 14th. May 14th at 620. Uh, this is both a sound test of the road lavalier mics on channel one and two and an initial recording of uh, thoughts impressions edward's thoughts impressions feelings perhaps mine as well of all things moon night so i guess first of all can we agree that moon night did not suck we don't have to agree but can we agree on we that? we can agree that it 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 had moments of suckery, and it more than pulled itself out in the end. And I, I think that's fair. There were definitely things about it that were not great. Um, but on the whole, I thought it was... On the whole, I thought it was a very satisfactory series. Uh, absolutely. I think for, for a couple of attempts at doing, we're going to do a... Mini series, six episodes, seven episode, not coming back, not a series, not a thing. They hit it with this one. Yeah, I, I think my major issue with it is one of the issues I had with the book of Boba Fett. Not the only one, but one of them. <laughs> right. And that was when you have a short series, I don't think it's a great idea to have it be almost two separate parts. And in this case, I felt like there was one story that we were moving along, which involved Mark and Stephen and Layla. Right. And then when there were these sequences that started to take place in what was either a hallucination or the afterlife or some combination of the two, right. it was almost a different series. And I found that sort of disjointed for such a small run. But also the second time one can argue that they've done this. The book of Boba Fett became Mandalorian 2.0. Right. Um, now, was was that a... Oh, shit. Oh, have we decided, is this a... We can say shit. Oh, poop. Yes. Uh, what is this a... We're in trouble... Let's go back to what we know in the case of the book of book of Boba Fett, whereas in Moon Knight, this undoubtedly was the plan. It, it has a, a, it definitely has a a first act and a second act. Yeah. And maybe the third act is the the realization at the end. Maybe. Uh, but it was a plan. It wasn't a mistake. It was not a mistake, but it still felt, to me, really disjointed. Like, yes. the whole tone of the series changed. And I, I think that's a hard thing to do in such a short run. Yep. 
Yep. There were a lot of things I liked about it. Um, go ahead. Did it feel, does it matter, did it feel less disjointed when the reveal was made at the end? And, and I suppose now we should make the disclaimer before oh, yeah, we use this or get very yeah. far into it. To any of our listeners, <laughs> to any of both of our listeners, you know, spoilers, spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead, yes. Have watched all six episodes, please, before you go any further. I think uh, I think the reveal in the end about Jacob and, and, and all that, um, that did make it a little bit less disjointed. Right. Um, although, although still the, the tone of it was so different in the later episodes that that was... A little, I don't know. Just didn't feel like great storytelling to me. No, no. I, 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 I was it great storytelling? I don't. May, actually, maybe it was. I mean, from the moment at the end of episode three, where we run into the hippopotamus. I think that at was the, four. At the end of was it four or five? I guess it had. It was the end of three where they're screaming at the hippopotamus, and we open at I think four. It was four. We'll have to look into it. Well, that. we can, we can, it, t- t- thanks to the wonderful world of editing, right. we can actually do this now. Okay. Um, Let's see. I, I feel like four was where they screamed at the hippo. I think they screamed at the hippo at the end of three, but here, we're going to find out right now, aren't we? Because the first one was the goldfish problem, the second one was. Um, the suit. The third one was the friendly type. The fourth one was the tomb. So that would have been the one where they ran into the hippo. Because yeah. he got shot at the end of the tomb. You see, I, I'm, I'm really beginning to think I don't like it when I moonlight. Season one, episode three. Uh, you're going to be right. I can tell right now you're already going to be So, clearly we're not going to be here yelling at any hippo. So, if we go to the next episode, which is the tomb, yeah. we go to the end of the tomb. And they're screaming at hippos. Here, here, here's the first clue, the sar- sarcophagus, presumably the sarcophagus of? Jacob. But not the first clue. We've been aware of that altar personality oh, along it, it, the way. It, 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 who's this We shit, Kimosabi? I knew about it. And there we are, screaming at the hippo at the end of the... So, right there is where we're about to get jolted, right? We're semi-jolted in the... Asylum. I mean... But but when does it actually become the asylum? I would argue it's not the asylum when we first think we're in it. It's too white, it's too whitewashed... The, it's dreamlike. It's dreamlike. Yeah. Um, so how many? Just how many worlds are we playing in? We begin with reality, or Stephen's reality. Stephen's reality, and then we learn that we are are at least a split personality. Yeah. Then we end up in a bit more torn apart that we find out we're married then we end up in this dreamlike state of are we in an, in an institution or aren't we right. and the jolt and the jolting moment begins where we leave the physical world and we start to enter into the spiritual so ultimately i do think we end up on the barge of the dead, yeah. uh, and I do believe we are, you know, headed for the for the uh, uh, field of reeds, yeah. and you know, I think that is they are in the story. That afterlife is, as as even said in in dialogue, you know, there are multiple ways to view the afterlife. Why do you have to choose one? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and right, there are multiple different realities that they experience one of the things I, that was one of the things i liked about the show I, it did feel disjointed in that way but i liked the way it moved them through different experiences we never told them what we were drinking this evening right and we should actually 
whether whether or not this whatever gets used, this will get used. The red breast, yeah. So this this evening, one of us celebrated a birthday. We will simply leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a dear friend gave the one of us a collection of red breast. We have a twelve. We had a fifteen. Uh, and we have a Lustau. Let's go with the Lustau. So we're going to go now to our second bottle. Read of and, that and, as you and will. And these are bottles like you get in the mini fridge at. The... I say I wasn't going to tell them that. I was going <laughs> to. I was going to let the listener decide what was the size. The mini fridge of of the bottle that we received. So, bless I, you, my child. Thank you. Very high on the list of things I liked about this show was. It delved into two questions that are sort of intrinsically important to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. All right. Well, I, all right. Go, because I'm clearly not going to be able to tell you what these two topics so are. One is the question of identity. And we see this happen with every major character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There are somewhere. The identity between the super-powered individual and the powered individual is complete. Like, for a long time, Banner and Hulk. Um, There are some where it's integrated into their life, like Steve Rogers and Captain America. And there are some where there's really no difference uh, between the hero and the person, like Natasha. Right, she's the same whether she is, you know, involved in there in being the Avengers or being herself. Right, she's the same individual. Okay. And I found I thought this was interesting in this case because there is such a split, right? Because there are multiple personalities inhabiting this person, right? And multiple potential super-powered individuals as well. And so it's gone beyond a dichotomy, right? He's bro- he's fractured into so many pieces. But he but he's fractured not because of the superpower. No, he was pre-fractured. He was pre. He he's, he's, he came pre-fractured. He came with baggage, right? Yeah. But even when they are becoming superpowered, who Stephen becomes and who Mark becomes mm-hmm. are very different in every single way. Yeah, stature. Demeanor, tone of voice, costuming. Yes. Which just, I I can't decide which costume I actually like better. I'm constantly reminded of uh, Jim Carrey in The Mask. Yeah, right. Uh, in, in Moon Knight Light. I, I don't know what to call. Mr. Knight. Mr. Knight. Yeah. So there's uh, Moon Knight and Mr. Knight. And Mr. Knight. Um, so it, it does touch upon identity. And and from who are you before, and then who are you if you change mid heroness? Yeah. In what was the sand? What's the the desert between the field of right. reeds and and when? Uh, I always get them backwards. When Mark, the weaker. The Stephen weaker. is the guy who St- works in the museum. Mark St- is when, the mercenary. So when Stephen, I'm going to get a lot of. People commenting on weaker, stronger here. No, right. So Stephen is Stephen is the nobody, right? And he's but he's not the nobody, right? He, he seems to be. He he is the he's the protected one. Yes. The the other two entities, ultimately, you might argue, are doing everything they can to protect Stephen from from what has happened and what is going on. Right. Well, we don't really know that about Jacob yet. We definitely know it about Mark. Right. And I think what is interesting is as that as the series comes to an end, the line between Stephen and Mark is starting to bleed. Yes. Right? Mark is Mark is softening mm-hmm. in a way, and Stephen is becoming more com- com- more confident. More confident. And the line between them is starting to bleed. Yes. Whereas there's still a clear line between them and and Jacob. And, and, and that line is insanity? We don't know. I mean, you, know. It, you get the impression Jacob, you know, 
Jake, is, I think it is. Jake. Jake is Jake, all... Jake is the one you call for your wet work. He, yeah. he, he just does not care. Right. Right. And and it's a, so that's I really liked the way that ran through it. This idea that in the beginning, you know, Stephen is unaware of, of Mark and when he first meets Mark, he sees Mark as a Yeah. Unaware? Stephen is unaware of Mark. Stephen is aware something's going on because right. our, our opening scene he's is practically a, chaining himself to a bed, right. checking the sand for footprints. But he's not aware that there's another person, Mark, inhabiting his body. True. Um, and, you know, he goes through, you know, he thinks Mark is a, you know, Mark's a, a threat to his, to everything, mm-hmm. right? But at the end, they become friends. And you almost wonder if the story was carried forward, is was that were they going to merge into one emerge as sort of one personality? I don't know. Should should it go on? We'll come back to that. Okay. Um, the other thing I really liked about it was another theme that runs through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the television shows as well, is the fine line between superhero and supervillain. Mm-hmm. And that line is very fine here. Oh. I mean, clearly, if Stephen has superpowers, he's going to be a, a hero, right? And Jacob Sh- or Jake sure as heck seems like a villain, like and, a hammer. And Mark is somewhere in the middle. I mean, he uh, he embraces his role of killing who Kanchu once killed, right? Um, and he doesn't. Now, it seems, as far as we can tell, that Kanchu is always pointing him towards bad guys to kill, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure that that's... Perception's a reality. Fast, a hard and fast rule. You know. And here's the other thing that I want to know the answer to. You've come it, to the right place. It's related to this. So Mark tells Layla... Mm-hmm. This story that you know, and it wasn't Mark who killed Layla's father; mm-hmm. it was his partner. Yes, was it Stephen? No, no, it wasn't Stephen. Are we sure about that? Are we sure was about it, that? Do you mean Jake? Not, um, it was it Jake? Was it Jake? Um, it clearly wasn't Stephen. Yeah, I was going to say it couldn't it have been Stephen. Was it Jake? At. There are hints of that that it could be, but I think even Mark draws a line between himself when he's dressed in civilian clothes and himself when he is Moon. called to summon the suit and be Moon Knight. But remember, but he doesn't remember things that Jake has done. True. So I, I, I'm very suspicious, and this is why I said we'll get back to this, because I feel like there may be a setup for a next season. And that is one of the things that I I would want to know. I mean, maybe I'm overreading it, and maybe it was some other partner of his who we don't know anything about. Although, that seems like for something that's super important to the plot, to the story, right? It seems like the idea that some character we've never seen and we know nothing about was with Stephen and kills Layla's father, right? That seems. A little, it it does. But when you when you've decided as a creative team to lock yourself into a finite space, mm-hmm. how true do you need to stay to that? Right. It is maybe 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 they recorded it and it ended up on the editing room floor. Ma- who, I don't know. Who who knows? But, but you know, but it, it actually would be if season one were there to be a season two, mm-hmm. if season one is about. Stephen and Mark, then season two could be about Smark and Jake. Yeah. And maybe we'd get to the bottom of that. Because I, I think that that is the case. I think the part, the so-called partner, I'm making the air quotes, the so-called partner who killed Layla's father right, is Jake. I think that's... I, I don't think Mark in any form could have killed Layla's father well, he's not in the form. Jake could. Jake can do things that Mark can't do or right. won't do. That, that's and, and that's that is the point that yeah. I'm right. I'm trying to make. Yeah. So I, I I think I think that's very possible. 
How important is Layla's story in this? Well, I think that also depends in part on whether the story is going to move forward again. You know, it, go ahead. So I, I really liked the character of Layla. Mm -hmm. um, I, so I'm going to throw this out there. I know our wives were not big fans of the actor who played Layla. No, for some reason. Whereas I thought she was fantastic. I did. I thought she did a great job, but I couldn't look at her and not see, and you, we all know how good I am at names, at the actress who was in The Mummy, uh, the movie, Good old never forget what's her name. Who All was right. well? Good thing that we have editing. Y yes. Who is the woman who plays across the the actor who got blacklisted? I don't know. Our wives kept saying his her name. Rachel um, Weiss. Rachel Ra Weiss. There we go. And, and I didn't yeah. even have to look it up. I couldn't look at Layla and not think of Rachel Weiss. Yeah, but and that's yeah. not to say she just reminded me of her. Right. There's there's nothing more to it than that. Um, but I thought her story was interesting in the way it played out where she became the avatar for the hippo. Yes, but to what point? I, here, here's my thing. Kind of like um, uh, the, the second, uh, the, the Ray and, or the Finn and love interest in, the, in, the, in Star right. Wars 8. You cut the whole thing out, nothing happens. Indiana Jones... You leave Indiana out and the same thing happened. would right. have happened. Do we need Layla in this story? We do, because Layla is a bridge between Mark and Stephen. In, when, in the beginning, she is one of the few things they agree on. Right? Both of them have feelings for her. Mm -hmm. And... That is a connection between the two of them, and that is one of the things that okay. is one of the things that they talk about. Okay. Um, also, the fact that Mark was involved in the killing of Layla's father mm. is one of the things that haunts him. Even yeah, he, you know, I think it is. Well, his brother's death. And then this, right? Yeah. I think it 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 very well could have been the point. That if the brother's death spawned Stephen, then the father-in-law's death could have spawned Jake. That's I like that. I like that. Unless it was Jake who did it, which I still like too. Even so, it, maybe it needed to it's, be done. Yeah, you're in this moment. Conchu says these are the people. He is sworn bound. Well, His li he is alive because he has bound himself to Conchu. He wasn't. He wasn't bound to Kanchu yet. He was bound to Kanchu when he came out of that. He almost died that You're right. night. You're right. That's yeah. the night where he almost died. Yeah. Which, and so, okay, again, through the power of editing, we'll have to go back and see. Yeah. You know, it, it would be interesting. But but there, there is this question of. Yeah. How important, go ahead, I have no, a left no, turn. Go ahead, yeah. How important is it? And I am operating from a standpoint of I seem to remember they said Loki was a six season, six episode thing. Um, end of line. Um, I seem to have thought that they said, and I've not heard anything more about it. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was a one time, but I get. They, I think they even said season two is coming. How important is it that these are supposed to be crafted pieces? that fit in a finite space? Wow, that is a great question. Um, I think it matters, but that doesn't mean you can't do another season. But I think because we're approaching it that way, mm -hmm. that this is, then you have to complete the story arc. You have to. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and there is, I think it's terribly important as someone who, who likes to think of himself as Billy Shakes and could and does try to write and thinks I'm better at it than I really am, I have this thing that if you say 600 words, it's supposed to be 600 words, not 599, not 601, it's supposed to be this. And I think it's terribly important. And I think what they, and I think there's a craft. Um, as I have often joked with you, Matt and Brevity have never been friends. No. 
Indeed not. So I am a, a big fan of anybody who can do something in, in, in a space, and I think it's terribly important. So hence the ding we gave Loki. I gave Loki for it. And to wit, I will say, you and I spoke at the end of episode five, mm-hmm. and while we have tended to make a rule of watching these separately, we watched six together, and I said, you know, they have 45 minutes, and they, do, they didn't. They had 42 minutes. And that there was no way they could wrap it and up. And there was no way that they could wrap it up. And I will say right now, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree or disagree, you could stop Moon Knight right now with the way it ended, the reveal of the third um, person. I will say the reveal. We'll come to this in a moment because I'm, I'm, I'm going to call BS okay. on audio against you right now. When we get to it, I'm, go- I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, but I think they did, they did it. Other than... The, hang, the, the, the dangling participle of uh, was Jake the person who did Layla's father, I think they wrapped this up in six, and I think you could stop and, and put a bow on it and say out of all the ones they said were going to be six, this was the best they've done. Now, of course, we all know, though, that in the end they're going to do whatever makes them the most money. Yes. So if they think there's more money to be made from doing it again, they shall. Um, I'm, I'm so so. If anyone noticed the pregnant pause, I'm sitting there going, have, have, "Are we really about to open?" I think we are. I think it's happening. So yeah, these I are want, big bottles. I, I want to go back to Layla for a second. I, I I do too. Because while I like Layla, there was one thing I didn't like. Do you want this or we have other stuff? I, I mean, want we, this. Okay, you. I want this. You know, you I hate. More of that. Do you want fresh ice? No, I hate being hit over the head. <laughs> and really? I enjoyed the Layla storyline ever. You know, the scene where she is superheroing on the streets and that little girl is like, are, are you, you an Egyptian superhero? You gratuitous. Know, have some respect Thank you. for your audience. Thank you. You know, have some respect for your audience. Yes. But they don't. They have no respect for it. For their audience, so, um. <laughs> so, so okay, let's give a moment's pause to that. I yeah. agree with you clearly. Yeah, have respect for your audience. You and I, we get it. Right. It is also maybe this will come out in the magic of it's become part of the message, right? We have to do this. Yeah. Let's say it wasn't the message. Do you have to explicitly put that out there? For the tween age, uh, very young, uh, you know, I don't know what to, not toddlers, young girls, not tweens, not young teens. Do you actually need to spell out for that part of the audience? No. I mean, that's the whole point of having respect for them. Okay. For everyone. You know, no one had to tell us that Captain America was a hero, right? In, in as we watched that that yeah. uh, that movie, no one had to tell us that. I I have a thing for him. Yeah, no one know. had to tell us you that. Take that as you will. Layla was becoming a superhero. Now, whether that's going to continue or not, I don't know. Because if you remember, she agreed to do that temporarily. Temporarily. Yes. And I hope I hope that I hope for this in the story that she would stick by that. I have a feeling that the story is going to be that she doesn't if it goes on. But, you know... So, so does all of this play into respect for your audience? Because one of the things that struck me was, I, I don't want to be your avatar. I don't want to be your avatar. I'll be your avatar temporarily. And somewhere in this, in this negotiation was, but the outfit is so cool. Which to me seemed... Gratuitous. Yes. Yes. Again... So if your whole thing is that, and I know there are people who feel that there has to be some feminist overtures in these shows now, which I, and I don't agree that that's true, but if you do go down that line, then that was like a slap right in the face. Would they make the super, and, and, and again, I don't know if this is a bad thing, and I don't think it should, why, 
let the superheroine be a superheroine. Yeah. We have to say superhero. They're feminine. They can be super. Just let them but be that on screen and do the heroic thing. Why does the outfit have to be fabulous? I that's my. I right. agree. Why, why, why? does it have? Because right. clearly, Mister Knight's like, outfit is not fabulous. It's not fabulous. It's not. It is not. But it suits him to a T. Perfectly. It, it right. is. It is actually of of the outfits. There's something I like yes. about that. Because he literally summoned a suit. He, he, <laughs> he did. He literally he summoned did. a suit. He did exactly. And I you think know, that that speaks to... And the only thing that I could think of when that happened was how I met your mother. And suit up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I love that. I, I love that. Just suit up. So... We are so 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 we asked a question to begin with. I mean, this isn't the episode. Do, does it suck? No, it does okay. not suck. At, at a, at, did it ever suck for you? It never sucked for me. It never sucked. It for never me. sucked for me. Okay. I was. I, um, we can. Do you need to grab? We can no. pause. Uh, yeah, can you pause for? Yeah, of course. Hello. Oh, so we have to deal with, though, three, two, one, we are recording again. I'm putting a break in here so we can figure out where, but go ahead. Before we wrap up, we have to deal with you calling bullshit on me, which, Mm. as you know, I find incredibly offensive. Okay. Because I don't bullshit. Oh, there are so many things to talk about. We don't... You don't bullshit. I don't. Could be an episode onto itself, which would mean nothing but to about seven people who will listen to this podcast. Okay. But where have I bullshitted you on this? So I would like to see a raise of hands of our listening audience. How many of you had an inkling that there was a third personality... Before episode five, and another show of hands of people who had an inkling before six, and a last show of hands before anybody knew uh, in the limousine that there was somebody, okay? Because I will be the first one to raise my hand to say, on hindsight, yes, I started to get a hint in five... And I really, clearly, when they they bludgeoned me over the head, got it at six. I call bullshit on you because your wife, in your presence... Vouched for me. Vouched for you that you understood and knew at the moment in the counseling room... Yeah. ...where he shows up with a broken nose at the end of episode two... Going into episode three. I always do this wrong. Three going into four. No, he showed up in the counseling room with the broken nose in five. No, 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 no. It was much earlier. No. Was it five? Because it had to happen in the assignment. Okay, because with the broken nose, they split it between episode end and episode beginning. So that was very subtle. But you're telling me there was a moment... Tell me your story. So, there were several moments before that that made it clear there was another personality. Several moments. Several moments. Before before the counseling. Yes. Okay. So, I, I, and, okay. so one is in Egypt. Yes. When 
Stephen comes to, and there's dead bodies around him. Yes. And he and Mark each accuse the other one of having done it. Right? So that would be episode three? Three. It's either two or three. This is the rooftop. Yes. Right? So that so there's one. Okay. Okay. At that moment, they have made it clear that there's somebody else involved. Right? They have made it clear that somebody could be lying. Well, according to you, you yourself said that Mark is not some cold-blooded killer. And he never seems to deny killing anybody who he has killed. And, and you are going to tell me at that moment, where is the moment, the reported moment, where you turned towards your wife and said... There's another personality. When was this? It was in episode one when he's supposed to have that date with the woman who works... Stephen is supposed to have the date with the woman who works with him in the museum. All right. It wasn't now at that moment uh, we didn't really know Mark. But once we get to know Mark in episode 2, it becomes clear Mark it becomes is clear that devoted to Layla. I don't know. Not that he's devoted to Layla. That's not my point. My point is he is trying to protect Layla from Kanchu. Right? That's okay. what he says. That is why he is divorcing her, trying to kick her out of his life. So he is not going to bring another person into his life, right? He's brought Layla into his life, and now he thinks Kanchu is after her, which, as we know, in the end, was not the case. But he's not going to bring another person into his life. And Stephen didn't ask her out. So somebody who looks exactly like Stephen asked her out. It wasn't Stephen, and it wasn't Mark. Now, the other part that goes with that is the reflections in the mirror. There were three of them. And you can go back and check for this. I feel it's when the museum gets destroyed. In the bathroom. Yes. In the bathroom or... Before they go into the bathroom. When he's being chased by... Yes, by the jackal. Right. He looks to his left. There's two other people there. So you are going to say... Now, on record, yeah, you knew from episode one you had a solid inkling there were three personalities. A solid inkling, no, but by episode two, yes. Okay. And I told Colleen and my son that. I, 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 I cannot argue that your wife came to your, not only your immediate defense, she offered. Yes. In a very... He's and a, she would, if anybody she was, she was annoyed. bullshit on me... It's her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because here's here's my yeah. So I'll, I you know I, I I will call I will call bullshit or but I still find I, I or a doff of the cap. There it is. I think I deserve a doff on that one. I, I mean, if you really say it, because I struggled to get into this show, and yeah. and, and 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 almost everyone that I have talked to. Other than you, mm-hmm. I think, struggled to get into the show. It was, where is this? It's he's, it's schizophrenic. It's somebody else. It hit. It's him. Not it's schizophrenic. Not, uh, dual personality. Well, well what, multiple. But multiple. Yeah, or there's another term for that. Yeah. Um, Dissociative disorder. Dis- never do this with someone who's medically oriented. Um, and even I, I, I watched the first. 20 minutes, and I was like, I can't get into this. And I stopped right before he woke up at the foot of the hill in yes. front of the building, in front of the, where clearly something had happened. And, and that was the hook. I gave up right before the hook. I went back and I started the show over again. I was about to give up, and I got to that. I was like, okay, maybe there's something. There's but cool. the show was very hard to get into. And, but you maintain, in from frame one, and from the goldfish problem, you had an inkling there were... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm go- we're going to find a way to put a poll into this. Okay. Because I would like to know how many people 
had an inkling and how it yeah. how it impacted their enjoyment of the series. And I want to point out, I brought it up to you at least by episode three that I thought there were three personalities. No, you tried. I'll be perfect. Yes. You tried. You said I have a theory. And I was still struggling to get into the show, and we yeah. never and we never talked about it. All right, that was my theory, but yeah, okay, all right. It was a good theory. If, apparently, if if what you say is correct, it was the right theory. And I I think the other thing we need to finish with is: Do you want to see another season of Moon Knight? Oh, you are going to be very mad at oh, me. Oh, we didn't record any of that. Oh no. Test, test, test. <laughs> we didn't. I don't think this was recording. Oh, no. 35. Where did we stop before? You said it was around 30. Oh, no, we did. It, okay, it was good. recording. We're good. It all did right. capture all of it. It's just moving. I changed the scale. Okay, we're good. So, do we want to see another season of this? No. Here, okay. are my, here are my reasons. Yeah. I still have difficulty not seeing Poe. Or, or at least Duke Leto. Okay. This is, was a, it was a real departure in terms of acting. Two, I think they have a mic drop. I think they've done something. Okay. And I don't know. That they can make it better. That you make it better, and if and if it's supposed to be six hundred words, and you roughly did it in six hundred words, and you ended on a note, and you got everybody in the in the intersphere and the zeitgeist to be talking, I think you went from we suck to we really don't suck. You drop the mic and you walk off the stage. What what say you? I'm I'm okay if it's done. I, I would like to know the their answer to the question as to who killed Layla's father. I would love to know that. I don't know that we'd find that out in another season, but I would like to know that. And I would also... Well, no. I'm good. I'm good. Because I feel like I know where it, where it is, right? Mark and Steven are, are going to merge over time, right? Right. Into an actual functioning person. Okay. They may will still have to deal with the fact that there's another personality in there who is still Conchu's um, avatar, right? Uh, but that's where they well, are. Headed. Okay, that's are you saying Mark wasn't Conchu's avatar? I think Mark was, and Jake is now. Okay, here's how about this what is the name of Layla, Layla's if Mark is Moon Knight, Layla is we don't know. She didn't. She never had a name. Maybe that's the show. Maybe I'd be fine with a show about Layla. Is there enough there about Layla to go? I think they. I mean, who knows? They could just they. They have a, a whole world, a whole universe to begin with. I mean, we did do Captain. Not America. The one Marvel that didn't go well. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. We can deal with that another time. Oh, oh no, that sucked. But, so you know that, that is that is. So, so, you know, my fundamental theory is for Marvel things to be good, they need a deeply flawed hero. Yep. And they, clearly, clearly, and they damn did they check boxes. They on that. They, they check boxes. He there. is not only flawed; he is fractured. Uh, yes. Engaging. And all of the fractured parts are flawed. Yes. I mean, it is that box checked hard. Engaging villain or villains. I liked it. I loved Ethan Hawke. I did too. I loved Ethan Hawke. I loved... We spent no time on him, but I loved Ethan Hawke. And I, and I loved Jake. I loved Jake. For the 10 seconds he was on screen. I loved Khonshu. I yes. loved... Um, a lot of villains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of villains. A lot of good villains great here. Great villains. And no Rocket Raccoon... Which is the third thing, but okay, we can't always have rocket rounds. We can't. Um, so yeah, I liked it on I liked it on that front. Um, I would be a little bit 
worried about a Layla follow-up because she is not, as far as I can tell, deeply flawed. And waited, waited around for a man who abandoned her, mm-hmm. did not tell her where she was, came back. I mean, maybe that's, is that flawed? I don't know. I don't know. Devastated by the loss of her father. I mean, yes. there are aspects here, if, yeah. if not pandered to, she could have but, potential, yeah. but could be f- real flawed, right? Building blocks of a flawed character. Oh no, she she has issues, and you know, I mean, one way you could go with that is the idea maybe she's going to try and find who killed her father That's, and get revenge. That is exactly what I thought that season would be. And you know, and now you bring you have an arc. Yes, and to me, any so-called hero whose motive is revenge is flawed, mm-hmm. right? That's not what a hero is nope. right? a hero's not seeking revenge yep so there are possibilities on that front and in a way i think that would be good you know let mark and steven have their peace I, which is what all they sought right and we've talked about this in the past i think that is what i loved about hawkeye the way it ended yes i want hawkeye to have peace because the rest of the avengers there's no peace for them. No. Maybe Captain America got it in that other life he led. But let Hawkeye have peace. <laughs> let, let Hawkeye have peace. Amen. So there we go. All right. So let's take a moment. Yeah. And do our own teaser of it's not even out yet. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Do we have hope? I, I, I have a lot of hope. I mean, um, number one, I mean, it's not a Marvel property, but... He's a flawed hero. He's flawed. There are engaging villains. There are engaging villains. There will be no Rocket Raccoon. But there, still. There cannot be. But Rocket still. Um, and I also like the redemption arc that we have going on this, mm-hmm. which is they are bringing Hayden Christensen. Oh, in. so that's, you see, I thought you were, when you said flawed, flawed, <laughs> I was going to say flawed actors. They're bringing Hayden Christensen back. So this is his redemption moment. And who doesn't love a redemption story? This, I, oh, I just don't know. No, 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 no. Release your prejudices, your hatred, your bitterness from the past. Turn from the dark side. This is his chance to redeem himself. I, I would love that to be the case. I, All right, I good. just don't know that it can I don't be. think that's true. I think you want him to suck. But I want him to redeem himself. I, I would argue part of his suckage had to do with the script he was provided and the cast he was placed against as a young, fledgling actor yeah. to be against a... Uh, here I go with my names again. Who who played uh, Padme? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. You're going for Natalie Portman. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Oscar-winning actress. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, he was up against two people who knew how to act. Who's the other one? I, I was hoping you weren't going to ask. You and McGregor. Huh? You and McGregor. That's McGregor? the one I want to go for. Yeah. I, I mean, um, right. That those were tough. Uh, those are tough people the, to be up with. Those were tough asks, and um, and he did not answer the bell. He did not. I don't. I don't think he stood a chance. But I, talk about someone putting you baby and McGregor in a has some very positive things to say about him going in this. So I have no, I have intentionally gone out of my way not to watch all of the trailers that everybody is fangirling over. All right, so we got one more teaser to go through. Something you and I need to go and see together in person, out in theaters now. Already a lot of reviews. Doctor Strange and the and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Well, have you t- have you have you cheated on me? Have I you have seen not it? cheated on you? All right. What do we think? Good thumbs up. Thumbs oh, I don't down. know. I haven't seen it yet. I, but what what do you think this is going to be a movie? Oh yeah. Oh, oh oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm all on board with this, and I know that somehow Doctor Strange has supplanted Captain America as your Man crush in the MCU. I, I am, uh, of all the, I told, so people have the backstory, okay? When Captain America became Captain America, when they had uh, Chris, Ev- Chris, Chris Evans as the scrawny, tiny guy, and Stark put him in the thing, and there was a bright light, 
and the and the and the the cover went up, and there was there he was. I turned to my wife, and I said, "If he ever came to the door, you could have him. I have no problems. (laughs) Frankly, I might join you." That was a good and remains a good-looking man, Captain America. Physically, mentally, that was my character. I like what Captain America stands for. I was all about it. I will tell you mentally. I love me some Doctor Strange. I love... He's flawed. He is he's flawed. He's hurt. Yes. He's broken. F- he's broken. Literally broken. He is funny. Yeah. I, yes. I mean, just in the, in the cut scene where he keeps filling Thor's glass yes. is hysterical. When he asks, if I do this for you, will you leave? <laughs> yes. It's funny. Yes. And in one of the trailers, he slips on ice. Yes. I love me Cap- a Captain Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Strange. So, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I would have an affinity for Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I love the fact that we're going to get sort of a continuation of the story of the Scarlet Witch. The Scar- right? We're going to see the... WandaVision. The, the, this the, is... Where did she go from that moment? Because when last we saw her, she was at the bottom, hopefully. Yes. yes. But maybe she sunk deeper. I don't know. No, no, no. I, I think this is her, her turnabout. Yeah. I so. mean, she was at the bottom the last time we saw her. I mean, we're going to see a Doctor... I'm assuming we're going to see a Doctor Strange that runs the gamut. And again, having intentionally gone out of my way, though it's hard to at this moment where it's out and people are talking about it, you see... Meek Doctor Strange, you see maniacal Doctor Strange. You see, I mean, the arc that had to be a fascinating yes and character you to know, play. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is a fantastic actor, a- absolutely, and I think he'll pull it off. So I do. I I'm do looking too. forward to it. All right, are there any other teasers we're going to throw into this before we call it? I don't think so. I mean, those are the next two things we're excited to see. So, let it be. All right. So, what is the next thing we're going to do? About everything doesn't suck. We had to take a hiatus. Hiatus. I will tell our listeners, which I hope will grow. Um, I, I was the reason for the hiatus. There were some very uh, significant and unfortunate things uh, that have happened and are happening in my family that are better enough that we're back to doing this. So we had one episode. I don't know if we say we're continuing or we starting a new. We're continuing. So we've always said... Um, we don't want this to be just about MCU and just about movies and television, yet we had other ideas. What is going to be the everything doesn't suck, not media-based thing we're going to do next? Wow. Yeah, we have had so many to talk really? about. I have a new one, and it's, and it's timely. Bring it. Roe versus Wade. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I, I mean... I don't know where you stand. I obviously I know where I stand, but there's a lot of this country who 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 stand on either side of this. Let's see. Is that a, is that too much of a third rail? We'll see. All right, give me another one then. <laughs> well, I wanted to do the electoral college. We could abs. I'd loved that idea. We could absolutely do because goodness knows I can defend the electoral college. Defend it or explain it. Defend it. All right. Like Cincinnati's on the bridge, I will defend the electoral college. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everybody head to Wikipedia for that one. On that note, this is Matt and Edward. Thank you very much. It's good to be with you all again. We'll see how much of this makes the final cut. Remember, everybody, everything doesn't doesn't suck. suck. (laughs) Good. We did it. I I think we did it.